Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles and some interesting stories. Now, the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. We are here every single Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. I'm Susan, and I'm here with Randy Donnelly. We're the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago, and we are here today to help you determine if you have any valuable items in your home that you may want to sell at auction. Hi, Randy. Hey, Susan. How How was your 4th of July weekend? Oh, come on. It was your birthday. Fourth of July week. Right. My birthday was July 2nd. We always celebrate it over the weekend of the 4th. And boy, oh boy, did you have some surprises for me. Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? It's my favorite holiday. And uh, I bought you a American flag for our house. Yeah. I'm so proud of that because I've never had a flag on our house before. And and I can't imagine that uh, all these years. We've always had one, of course, at Donnelly Auctions, but... uh, uh, didn't have one in the house. Uh, I'm yes, just uh, blown you. away. But uh, what a fun weekend uh, at Lake Geneva. Uh, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. We were uh, uh, visiting, touring, doing all kinds of fun we went things. On a uh, fireworks cruise at sunset with a dinner. If you haven't done that yet, folks, go to Lake Geneva for a cruise. It's so nice. Yeah, dinner it at was Pier great. 290. I mean, just all kinds of things. It's our but- fa- favorite happy place. It really is. I uh, I attended bar at a place called the the top deck in Lake Geneva when I was a uh, a teenager. I went to college at Whitewater and um, and was hired on as a bartender. You worked and there for many years. Seven years. I seven worked years. There. So when we were in Lake Geneva over the weekend, Randy points out, see that staircase over there? <laughs> yeah. Why? That's, well, there's been a few. Bodies that got tossed down those that's stairs at one they, time. This is where the bouncers <laughs> used to throw the drunks down the uh, the staircase. And now it's all blocked out. off, right? I don't think they even use that. Oh, God, no. They yeah, don't that, use that access that, that area anymore. That couldn't happen today. Now it's just for weddings up there. But, um, but I've, I found so many great antiques in Lake Geneva. Yes. Uh, you know? Recently you found a sign. Well, you know, the, yeah, there's still some very good uh, antique shopping in, in Lake Geneva. Uh, the Geneva Antiques Mall, Lake Geneva Antiques Mall. And mm-hmm. uh, we found some good treasures there this this last week, and uh, it, it continues. Well, I think everywhere we go, it's always a treasure hunt for you. It is. Everywhere it's, we go. Everywhere. my life. Folks, I'm telling you, <laughs> everywhere we go. <laughs> Welcome to my world with Randy Donnelly. It's wonderful that we get to treasure hunt no matter yeah. where we're at. So yeah. some of the things it's we're wonderful. going to talk about today is uh, – uh, actually, my passion is ticker tape machines. Yes. Uh, early stock tickers. Uh, and if you have, I mean, not had a stock ticker in your life, why would you? Um, they're the iconic uh, little contraptions with a glass dome on them that you always see pictured when they show the stock market crash of 29. There's always people furiously reading the the, the tape, the, the ticker tapes, uh, because the stocks were 
crashing so fast that That's the, right. the couldn't ticker tapes up. couldn't even keep up with them. But uh, who uh, invented the stock ticker, Randy? Well, that's pretty obvious. Thomas Edison uh, was the inventor of the stock ticker. Hmm. You think so, huh? Well, after doing my research, okay, I know, here we go. I know. I hate to tell you when you're wrong, but <laughs> you were right. Me on the air, please do. Ed Callahan invented it in 1867. Thomas Edison made the improvements, which is what we know today. Now, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because Thomas Edison had 1,100 uh, patents uh, in his lifetime, and many of them, in fact, were patent improvements. I mean, Thomas Edison is well known as, quote unquote, the inventor of the stock ticker. And people don't know, what's this gentleman's name? Ed Callahan, Edward A. Callahan invented it in 1867. But Thomas Edison made the special telegraph receiver that printed the company symbol, you know, for everybody to get it on the same exact time. Yeah, he made the invention practical for use. Yes. Before it really had no purpose. Right, because everybody needed to get the information all at once. Right. So, so at any rate, um, I used to actually collect uh, uh, Edison stock tickers. I, I don't collect uh, uh, them anymore. Uh, but a lady just recently contacted me about uh, ticker tapes, and uh, uh, she said, well, my father worked at the New York uh, Exchange, and he's now older, retiring, and needs to liquidate his collection. And Susan, he has six of these uh, ticker tape machines, and I mean – Wow, tick, tick, I love the mechanics yeah. behind those for uh, sure. Ticker tape machines go for really good money. We'll we'll talk about that actually in our next segment um, when uh, Mike Donnelly. I'm I'm going to have Mike uh, on the talk air with those. us. But we're looking for more. I mean, we can always add more stock tickers to a future auction, right? Well, without a doubt, without a doubt, uh, stock tickers are relatively rare because they weren't mass produced for. Um, for the, the general population. Right, and it they were a, only sold for a few years. Well, it was a piece of business equipment, exactly. you know, used at the, the stock exchanges in New York and Chicago mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. You know why they call it a stock ticker? <laughs> what? <laughs> I bet you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. It's because of the sound it makes. It goes tick, 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 tick. Get out of here, really. And so somebody, they That's trademarked the name stock ticker, ticker yes. because of the noise. That's correct. Wow. Yes. No, I did. I did not know that. But thank you, Susan, for um, trivia well, uh, day here. Got to make it interesting for everybody out there. But <laughs> if you do have a stock ticker, give us a call at eight one five nine two three seven thousand. We'd love to talk to you about it, and we'd love to see photos. Sure. Now, uh, also in our show today, Susan, I want to talk about uh, early aviation. Okay. Now, you know, uh, early aviation uh, is just so incredible. You know, with uh, all the way back to the Wright brothers' first flight, and and uh, a- aviation is just such a crazy, crazy great uh, field of collecting because there's so many different directions that you can take aviation collecting. Mm-hmm. Whether it's actual airplane uh, equipment is- itself, a lot of people only collect the items that are off of the control panel, uh, uh, panel, all the instruments and and so on. Uh, and there are people that collect specific time periods. They only collect from the early teens um, where, you know, aviation was in its infancy. It's just crazy good. But also uh, there's people then that uh, collect a specific time period of World War II. They only collect military aircraft uh, and military uniforms from aviation and so on and so forth. So that 
fits right into our field. And then, of course, uh, you can start collecting airline memorabilia, whether it's early airline uniforms or posters or information about various uh, uh, airlines. Yeah, we have had a lot of that in the past, and we have learned that really any historical memorabilia sells well for the most part. and. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about specifically aviation memorabilia coming well, we up. We are, you know, the um, uh, the family uh, of a very very famous aviator. His name was Parker Kramer. Parker Kramer was an aviator from say uh, I believe he started in 1912, but uh, he was in World War One. He was a, a pilot and a, a trainer and everything during World War One, but he became a very famous a pilot and explorer, and actually uh, uh, met his death uh, at, at a crash uh, in, in, over the ocean, uh, his final flight in 1931. But the family had had everything of Parker Kramer's, be it his, his uh, uh, licenses, his, his charts, his graphs, I mean, parts of aircraft and everything. One of the best aviation collections I have ever seen and we are going to be auctioning it off at Donnelly Auctions. That's right. And we're going to talk with Mike Donnelly more about some of the specific details on that. But again, really, the purpose of our show is to let you know about things that sell well at auction and to find out what do you have. We love collections like this, especially when it comes with provenance. You bet. Uh, p- provenance is, is always key. And, uh, you know, bringing up provenance, do I have time in this segment to talk about this, the, the flag provenance? Probably not, but... We can touch on it because what we want to do is have everybody stay on the radio and come back in one of our upcoming okay. segments. We, we have a Confederate flag that we're going to be selling, um, and it's a very rare historic flag. But the provenance has been lost. It was actually sold at a different auction company, and the provenance uh, didn't – when the gentleman bought the flag, the provenance didn't come with the flag. Now, we could be talking – I mean, major money if we cannot recreate the provenance for this flag. So provenance is key. This gentleman could be losing $5,000 That's if right. the provenance is not found. I'm glad you are able to con- you know, get that story in a concise amount of time so we could talk about it. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. That's a great story, too. Again, provenance is extremely important, even if it's just a letter that you get typed up yourself and and submit it with the items. Anything from the family is so helpful, folks. Again, real quick, some admin information. Call us at 815-923-7000. You can ask for Randy. If you have any photos of anything, email them to us at consign at donleyauctions with an S dot com. Again, information where you're located. That's always helpful to know in case we need to come out and pick up something. And uh, let us know what you have. We'd love to hear more about it. But don't go anywhere. We have Mike Donnelly coming up next, talking about a few things. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour right here every Saturday on AM 560, The Answer. They've been called auctioneers of antiques collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage, and they can introduce themselves. Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Donley Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donley Auctions in Union, Illinois, here with Randy Donley. Today we have Mike Donley on the line with us again, Randy's brother. Hi, Mike. How are you? How are you doing today, Ken? Good, fine, thanks. We're good. We want to talk about stock tickers and the value of stock tickers today. But I was reading a little bit about ticker tape parades. I wonder if people today even know what that means. No, I, I bet they don't. I mean, uh, ticker tape was uh, big round rolls of of uh, paper paper tape that was used in a, in a ticker tape, and it was only about a half inch wide. Mm-hmm. So when there were major parades in cities like New York and everything, yeah. they would actually uh, take these big rolls of of tape, or not tape, but paper, paper rolls, and literally throw them out the windows. And you'd see these big streamers of long yeah. pieces of paper. And, and now it's just confetti. But yeah. I thought that was neat where that originally came from. At yeah. the end of World War One and World War Two, they did that. Yeah. So, so, Mike, so, Mike, uh, gosh, you, you and I have been uh, collecting uh, and dealing in ticker tape machines for, God, uh, you know, 40 years, wouldn't you say? Ever since you found a pile of them in a, in a warehouse in Chicago there. Oh, my God. That that goes back even earlier, uh, probably uh, uh, 50 years ago. There was a, uh, a scrap dealer in, in the city of Chicago, and he had a huge pile of ticker tape machines that he was scrapping out for the brass. And uh, uh, if, if you wanted to buy one, they were $25 a piece, your choice. And... Um, what would you say the average price of a ticker is today? Uh, depending on the machine, you know, anywhere from five to ten thousand. Yeah, 10, I, I, I would say even even maybe slightly higher, seven to ten thousand. But that that's the average price of that uh, a ticker tape should sell for today. I'm just curious, how many did you guys buy from the pile? Oh, of course, all we, of them. No, we bought one. <laughs> <laughs> One for twenty five dollars. The big time dealers. I thought dealers. you were going to buy them all. Yeah, Wheeler dealers. Yeah, we'll take one of those. <laughs> and then, did you end up selling it for more? Uh, I probably. would say so. Yeah. yeah, probably fifty bucks. But not, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, here we are today with uh, we love st- stock, stock tickers. tickers. Yeah. We just uh, had somebody from uh, from New York call us, and their father has uh, six uh, ticker tape machines. And um, what is he retiring or? Yeah, uh, he's he's retired, and uh, he's just at the age that he's asked his daughter to help liquidate. She went online and saw that we, you know, not all that long ago, sold one for, what, 20, did it go for 28,000? 28,000, yes. So, so Mike. (laughs) They're of value today, yes. There are people out there who still want them. What what do we tell people about that, Mike? I mean, 28,000 is... You know that's an anomaly, but that's what happens in the auction business. You know, well, absolutely. You know, you get uh, you know the the, the the stock tickers themselves are uh, probably the most iconic symbol of of American finance and American corporate power. I mean, that nothing says anything like a stock ticker sitting on a, a broker's shelf or the end of his desk. So they'll pay two guys to get a battle. I mean, they they want it. You know, to those guys that are making millions. You know, twenty eight grand. Who cares? You know. Yeah, well, you know, you said it, said it right, uh, where people want one sitting on their desk behind them. It's no different than than having uh, an expensive bronze or an oil painting uh, to adorn your office. Who in the uh, in the stock business wouldn't want a stock ticker? So, so we sell one for twenty eight thousand, and a woman calls us. She's got another stock ticker. Just saw your results, and we we explained to her, look, that was an anomaly. 
that probably won't happen again. Expect about 10000 for your stock ticker. And so we put her stock ticker up, and she ended getting uh, ended up getting 20000 I, I mean... You just never know. You, you don't know. It depends on whose eyes are on it. But, but we always have to explain to people that the reality is... You know, you know, we set the parameters. Look, seven to ten thousand—that's what you can expect. But when when twenty hits or twenty-eight or those kind of things, again, that's the beauty of an auction. That's right. And you know what? I am not in the stock exchange, but I would love a stock ticker because I'm a Thomas Edison fan. He's my hero, so I would like one just to have as a collector's item. So you don't have to be in the stock market in order to enjoy a stock ticker. Was my point right? So much. Actually, the, the the stock ticker was uh, Edison's first big invention, where he got paid twenty five thousand uh, dollars from Western Union for the rights to that invention. And that's what launched his whole inventor career with the the the, the, the sale of that stock ticker uh, rights to Western Union. Wow, that's a lot of money back then. Oh my God! Oh, he could have retired on that. He it was like eighteen sixty eight or something like that. Yeah, he could have retired. Glad he didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think about <laughs> right. that. How that would have changed <laughs> the world. Oh in my the dark God. Still. <laughs> So at any rate, stock tickers, um, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it on the show today is because we're always trying to explain to people what they might have uh, in their house that could bring them some serious money. And, you know, back in the day, I remember when you, Mike, found a a uh, a list of retired uh, Western Union employees. And back then you wrote snail mail, you know, before pre-computer, you wrote letters to all these people, and lo and behold, all these guys who retired had a stock ticker that they had taken home with them. Uh, You know, at one point, it was just useless old equipment uh, or even junk, scrap. So uh, these guys had these, and I remember flying to Montana to pick one up. He tells me about his friend who also just lives a few miles away. I went there and bought another. He told me, hey, if you're going back to Chicago, I've got a friend in Cicero that that has one. By the time my little uh, trip ended, I had purchased five stock tickers in one outing. And that's all all because of your letter. Wow. (laughs) That's that's how we used to find stuff. But now we're on the radio telling people, hey, what do you have at home? That's right. If you do have one at home or know anyone who does, give us a call at 815 Nine two three seven thousand. So, anything else you want to talk about uh, tickers uh, or ticker tape or any of that right now, Mike? Before we move on to aviation. Well, no, you know, there, there's just one to uh, mention too. There are several different kinds, and the ones we're looking for are the smaller ones with the glass domes on them. You know, they made a taller, uh, later style, the Dow Jones ticker, which looks like a almost like a old coin-operated scale, a penny scale. That are taller. Those aren't as collectible. I mean, those, you know, the, the later, those are from, you know, the 20s and the 30s uh, and into the 40s. And those are only going to bring, you know, 500 to 1,000. So they're, they're not the ones we're looking for. We're looking for the ones that sit on top of a table and have a glass dome on them, like in the uh, early Adams family. You know, remember when Gomez was always out there looking at the, uh, or no, yeah, it was the Adams family, yeah. When Gomez was always uh, checking his stock quotes. Oh, yeah. I've I yeah, remember so, that. vaguely. So, I was very so young when that show was. That's the kind we're looking for, the ones with the glass domes on them. Okay. Is there any markings or anything on them they should look for? Uh, some some will say uh, quotations provided by Western Union on the front of them. Some will just have a Western Union decal on, on the front of them. Uh, but they should be uh, 
pretty easily identifiable. If you have one, you probably know what it is. And the base is cast iron? Are those the cast ones we're looking for? Cast yeah. iron, okay. Yeah. Wow, great. Again, if you do have some, we'd love to see pictures too. So you can email that to us at consign at donleyauctions.com. We'd love to see your photos of any stock tickers out there. They sell well at auction, folks. You know, um, we should also point out that regardless, even if you have them in parts, very often the domes are missing, the glass domes. Uh, you know, they got broke over the years. They they really were no more than a dust cover uh, to keep That's you know correct, yeah. dust off of the mechanism. So a lot of those actually got discarded right at the exchange where, you know, they were so busy uh, operating this equipment, they discarded the domes. So don't feel that your your machine is worthless without a dome. That's right. And you know what? If we do get any more of those in, when will those go up for auction? Uh, in November. November is our big fall classic. Fall classic so, in so November. people have time to contact us with a, right. any of this old equipment. And, and mark your calendars. That's going to be November 16th through the 18th. That's also when we're selling the JFK collection. So it's ah. going to be a fantastic auction. Perfect time for stock tickers. Keep you that bet. in mind, folks. Mike, I want you to keep. I want to keep you on the line to talk about aviation memorabilia in our next segment. So don't go anywhere, folks. We do have our guns and military auction coming up Saturday and Sunday, July fifteenth and sixteenth. Firearms, ammu- five hundred plus firearms, ammunition, and incredible military memorabilia coming up July fifteenth and sixteenth. We also have a barn auction coming up Saturday, August fifth. That'll be interesting. Oh, we'll talk yeah. a little bit about that. We also have uh, one more thing I'm going to talk about. The antique camera collection will be in Arlington Heights from the International Photography Hall of Fame, Saturday and Sunday, September 9th and 10th. So it's never too early to consign with us, folks. Stick with us. We're going to talk about aviation memorabilia. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. Listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan. This is Randy Donnelly. We're here with Mike Donnelly today. And Mike and Randy are going to talk a little bit about aviation memorabilia and how valuable that is at auction today. Hi, Mike. How's it going? You know, one thing, Mike, I wanted to point out to our listeners is that sometimes, in order for us to do our job and get people the best top money for their collections, it takes time. We have a collection of aviation memorabilia that we've had in our possession now for over a year. Um, and, of course, the family knew this going into it. But for us to do the the research and marketing and everything to get them top dollar, sometimes it, it really takes a while. And the, the family was in from Minnesota yesterday uh, overlooking our progress and uh, very happy with uh, how things were, were lined up. But, um, but Mike, isn't this probably the most outstanding uh, single collection that we've had in, in years? Oh, I, yeah, I don't think there's anything like this or ever will be again. I mean, the, the, the fact that the family saved everything for almost 100 years now. I mean, it just never happens. It, it, it is the, the variety of early aviation, the photographs and autographs and just it's just crazy good how how much uh, fabulous uh, rare aviation items there and and the early span of time i mean he, yeah he, yeah right at the beginning yeah yeah 
It's just tickets to early air races. I mean, programs. I mean, uh, we even have altimeter number one from the from the U.S. Uh, Army Air Corps. Altimeter number one. Yeah, and it's, you wonder what was he doing with that? Did the Air Force uh, give that to him for him to uh, experiment with on one of his airplanes, or why would he have the serial number one altimeter? Well, he would remember he was an instructor in the Army Air Corps too early on, so during World War One. So, well, and and this is interesting. Uh, the family brought us yesterday his actual pilot's license, um, which is number four. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't get any. Can't, so who's can't one, two, who's one, two, and three? Go ahead, Mike. Uh, McC- uh, McCracken's number one, who was uh, I think the. Uh, first head of the uh, FAA, uh, Glenn Curtis is number two, and uh, Orville Wright's number three. And <laughs> yeah. Kramer's number four. Wow. Kramer is number four right after Orville Wright. I mean, wow. Parker Kramer, yeah. They called yeah. him Shorty for a reason. And, and, we, and we have his actual pilot's license. And this one, actually, uh, the, the license had been on a polar ice cap for for years, he crash landed a, a plane in what year was that? Like nineteen twenty eight, twenty eight or twenty nine? Yeah, they didn't it, discover it until forty eight. Yeah, in Greenland, on a in Greenland, Greenland ice yeah. cap. Yeah. So so there it sat for for years uh, in the in the ice cap, and the the pilot's license gets returned to the family uh, sometime after uh, after Kramer's but death. But they survived that. That crashed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they survived that one. Yeah, had a walk for fifteen days oh to, find, to find civilization. Civilization. Yeah. Wow. So when they came back, did they have a ticker tape parade? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Maybe uh, they, they did have so. a parade though. And where is the plane located now? Uh, that particular plane is in Rockford. It's the Rockford Air Museum. Or no, it's at Midway. Is it Midway or Rockford Mid- Air Museum? One of the two. Ah, well, well you could, it's in Rockford. It's we, in Rockford. We, we, we yeah. need to figure that out where that is because... Uh, I think it's in Rockford. Okay. Wow. Incredible. Yeah, they, they, they pulled it back in and, and restored it there in 1948. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. What a great story. It, it really is. So all this uh, good stuff uh, coming up. So what we want to do right now is, is mention to everybody that we're looking for more aviation items, some really great pieces of aviation, including, Mike, you said, uh, tell everybody, we'll, we'll take your biplane, too, if you've got one. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be retired air, airline pilots out there who have memorabilia. I mean, what do you got? You got a wood propeller? You got uh, uh, an old gun off of, of a B-17? I mean, you know, this stuff is out there. Everybody's got a little bit of something. If we put it all together, we'll make a, a very historic auction here. That's well, right. Well, speaking of B-17, we actually have a B-17 uh, steering wheel in this uh, in the this July auction. auction. In yes. the July yeah. auction, yeah, that's yeah, and right on right on the little center hub there says B seventeen Flying Fortress. Wow, I mean, unbelievable! Those things never show up. And we're not holding that one because we want to go ahead and sell that one now. That's coming up on Sunday, July sixteenth. But the aviation collection auction will be held about when? Would you say when we're going to do that one? Well, it'll be this year, so a time to be announced. So That's right. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've got some aviation memorabilia, something you think we should have, please call us or email us. Yep, at 815-923-9000. 
7000. You can email us with your location and what you have and some photographs. Or if you want Randy's personal phone number, we'll be happy to give that to you as well. Uh, call us at 815-923-7000. Any last words, Mike Donnelly? Nope. All Thanks right. for listening, folks. Yeah, my, Mike is in Wisconsin picking up some military relics for our September Oh, auction. that's right. Say hi to Joe. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Right. We'll see you back at the office. And, folks, coming up next, we're going to talk about upcoming auctions. Again, we're always looking for very specific items to add to current collections that we have to just kind of enhance them. So who knows what you have in your house? Let us know what you do. 815-923-7000. Don't go anywhere. You're on the... Donnelly Auctions Hour with Susan and Randy on AM560, The Answer. (laughs) And now, more of the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donley Auctions Hour. Thanks for sticking with us during that break. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donley Auctions with my partner here, Randy Donley. We want to touch base a little bit about our upcoming auction in July, July 15th and 16th, firearms, ammunition, and military memorabilia. What a great auction that one's going to be, Randy. You know, it really is. Uh, what a, a nice, nice variety of, of items. But one uh, one thing that was in the auction that I need to tell our, our listeners, because I know there's people who uh, have already called me, what happened? Um, we actually pulled an item out of the auction, which right. is the Wyatt Earp Fest. Yes. And so we have, which is really a good, there's a good reason why. Yeah, we have uh, Wyatt Earp's vest and pistol um, and the letter of provenance that came with it uh, stated that, in fact, um, there was a vest, a pistol, a hat, and a saddle. Hmm. And, of course, the family said, we just don't know what happened to it. And we kept saying, well, if there's any chance it can be found, you know, uh, in the house or one of their houses, um, please uh, let us know. And, of course, uh, it has turned up. And so we've got the the uh, saddle being sent to us from out of state. Uh, it is actually Wyatt Earp's saddle. It's in the original letter of provenance. And so now we're putting the collection back together, uh, the four pieces that belong in this letter, uh, to, to make sure, again, our uh, client gets the highest price. That's right. Well, that's great news. And it, it we'll, really is. We'll probably end up putting that in our September auction. I think so. Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. September 23rd and 24th, something else to add to your calendar, will be our next firearms and military auction because we had so many great items coming in for July that we had to cut it off. And we said, you know what, go ahead and get it in here. We're going to put it in September. So it's well, not too late to consign. September's September is also going to have a large collection of uh, Native American. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. There's a, a specialist coming in next week. Yep, she is. And actually, um, a girl I went to high school with is now a specialist in oh, Native American nice. memorabilia. How strange is that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wild. That's great. I can't wait to meet her. Uh, so, um, so at any rate, uh, Native American, uh, again, coming up. And so, uh, so many great items. So if you've got items to add to our September auction... That's right. Call 815-923-7000. 
Again, email us at consign at donleyauctions.com. But tell them again, I know we talked about it a couple times, the Gary Cooper gun that we have coming up in July. Yeah, that's and, pretty uh, neat. And the Clyde Barrow gun. I know we keep mentioning it, but we want to make sure people, new listeners that are joining us, hear about these fantastic celebrity firearms in July. Well, the Clyde Barrow uh, pistol, I mean, wow. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde are, are probably the best known, well, maybe not the best known uh, gangster era uh, villains, so to speak, but uh, uh, certainly because of the movies and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have a, a pistol that was actually um, given, uh, you know, uh, away by Clyde himself and a note that, that says, uh, roses are red, violets are blue, this gun's broke, so I leave it for you. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That's a great it's item. An old Colt pistol, and it is so neat. And the original note is there. And the provenance and everything. Yeah, and that's going to be up on Saturday, the 15th. So come on out to Union, Illinois, folks. Join us at the auction. So, yeah, if you want to see more about gangsters, too, there's two great places to visit. And and you went to both of them this weekend. When you ask Randy what he wants to do for his birthday, (laughs) this is what he does. Okay, I went to Volo Auto Museum (laughs) because I wanted to see the Titanic exhibit. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't had a chance to go to the Titanic exhibit at Volo Auto Museum in Volo, please do so. Worth every penny. And and a great uh, exhibit about uh, gangster memorabilia Mm -hmm. and and so on and so forth. That's right. Jurassic Park was fun. We got, oh, it was just really a great day. You you know what? If you're going there, buy the two-day pass right away. You can't see it in one day. And if you've got kids, it is so kid-friendly. A lot of people say, I don't want to take my kid to the museum. Oh, no, you have to take them there. This is exactly what it's for. And then... What else did you do? Uh, my, my your other stop on your birthday was the Wayne Lensing Auto Attractions in Rockton, um, and uh, again, a fabulous exhibit of of gangster memorabilia: John Dillinger, Clyde Barrow, you know Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, just so many uh, great items, but just I mean, hundreds of antique cars and memorabilia. It's gone way beyond. It's called an auto attraction. But it has gone way beyond oh, yes, that. Yes, definitely uh, a, a great stop in Rockton. Lincoln memorabilia, right on from Lincoln to Kennedy, everything mm-hmm. in between. The the Kennedy exhibit is just absolutely incredible. I mean, he he actually has the flag draped over Kennedy's coffin. Yes, he does. And great history there. And the the actual magazine that Oswald ordered his. Carcano rifle from right here in Chicago. He bought it from Klein Sporting Goods uh, in, in Chicago, and the mail order catalog that he used to purchase it from is in the Lensing Auto Museum. I mean, it's just oh my gosh, that's the quality of of items. You don't want to miss either of these attractions. That's right. So this weekend, folks, today's Saturday. You still have time. Either get to Volo or get to Rockton, one of the two, and tell them Susan and Randy sent you that you heard about them on the radio. You got we it. love both of them. So don't go anywhere. We still have another segment coming up where we're going to talk about how you can actually bid at one of our auctions. We talk about how to consign all the time, don't we? But we love our consignments. The emails are just flooding in. The phone calls, keep them coming, folks, at 815-923-7000. But we're going to tell you next how you can actually bid at an auction. So for now... Don't go anywhere. I'm Susan. And this is Randy. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour you on AM 560 every Saturday at 1 o'clock. 
AM 560, The Answer. Donnelly Auctions Hour continues now on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour. You're here with Susan and Randy Donnelly talking about items you might have that are valuable and you might want to sell at auction. We talked about all of our upcoming auctions, how to consign. Let's touch base a little bit about the new Donnelly Group. Randy, what do you got there? Well, you know, obviously Shauna is normally on this segment, Shauna Donnelly who's in charge of our real estate uh, division of the uh, Donnelly Group. And, uh, you know, we've got so much going on, but Shauna actually is out of the country right now as we speak. So uh, so she's not on. So I will just tell everybody, remember that we do sell property, and not only at auction, but we can list your property and sell it, uh, you know, just as easy, whether we're doing, you know, a, a, a normal sale or – uh, or auction. We can help you with, with anything. That's right. And if you go to our website at donleyauctions.com, there's a tab there that says real estate, and that'll show our current listings at, at properties uh, with Shauna at the helm taking care of all of that. And we're going to be posting information about the Wild West Town that's for sale. Sure. So you said that you were going to tell everybody how to bid. Well, yeah, we want people to come out to the auction house, don't we? Come on out. They can go to Volo and Rockton. Uh, they need to come out to Union. There you so go. make that part of your stop next week, July 15th and 16th, for our firearms, ammunition, and military auction, Saturday and Sunday. So we'd love for you to come out. We'd love to meet you. That's for sure. We're all there. And it's the most economical and the safest way to bid because you're there. You get to see the items. You get to touch them, feel them, smell them, whatever you want to do. And it's a lot of fun. We have tables and chairs, air conditioning. It's a comfortable environment. So come live in person. We even have... Coffee, donuts, pizza, and beer. <laughs> what more could you ask for at an auction? And it's all complimentary, that's for sure. Um, but if you can't come out, that's okay. We understand that the weather's great, but you can still bid with us while you're sitting at the pool, you know. Yeah, you can. <laughs> that's right. You can call us at 815-923-7000 or go to our website and submit what's called an absentee bid. And that just means that you're going to put your maximum bid on a form and send it to us and we'll bid up to your Sure. Maximum, right? You bet. Also, the other way is a phone bid. And that just means that I can sit on the phone with you while you're at the pool and bid on your behalf. So <laughs> does, pool, no excuses like anymore, idea. people. Yeah. yeah, no excuses. You can Don't bid. need to come live. That's right. So one other thing we want to ask, too, is if um, anyone out there would like to advertise on our show, tell them what they need to do for that, Randy. All they need to do is actually call me. We'd love to get some sponsorship for the Donley Auctions Hour. Sure. So give us a call at 815-923-7000. You know, just, we'll set you right up with that's some great right. commercials and mention your uh, uh, your items or businesses right here on uh, Donley Auctions. That's right, because we do get a lot of people listening. We see people all the time, hey, we heard you on the radio. And I had uh, somebody with an antique small call and say, hey, you know, I'd, I'd like to be part of your show. Uh, how oh, great. can we do it? So, that, uh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Great way to do that. So real quick, mark your calendars. 
We have firearms and ammunition Saturday and Sunday, July 15th and 16th. A barn auction on August 5th. That'll be interesting. That's one of the few live auctions that yeah, we're doing. Yeah, that's going to be live yeah. only. Uh, you cannot I do need that like one online. I like 300 people there. That'd be it's fantastic. It's going to be live only, and it's it's packed. And it's oh in, my um, goodness. Is it in Marengo or Union? It's Marengo, Illinois. It's in Marengo, Illinois, Saturday, August 5th. We have the Antique Camera Collection coming up. That one will be in Arlington Heights at a separate location that we're working at, September 9th and 10th. We'll talk more about that. We've got plenty of time. But we're also taking consignments now for art and general antiques, stock tickers. We're working on the Playboy and Erotica auction. That date will be coming up soon. So don't go anywhere, folks. We have a lot of stuff coming up at Donnelly Auctions this year. But for now, I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donnelly. And and we'll we'll see see you at at the the auction. auction. Thanks for listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at DonnellyAuctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's DonnellyAuctions.com.